0: hey guys happy Thursday and that means it's another edition of modern meta breakdown hope your week's been going great so far or whenever you guys are watching it hope it's been going well um, again we've been having some great feedback on what decks people want to see since we've been bouncing around seeing a lot of different stuff we Got to see some elves last week so if you guys have not seen that you know head over and take a look and see what uh, people are talking about and and you know seeing some different elf builds it's last one was a little bit longer so i'm gonna do my best to try to keep them pretty much between that 20 30 minutes maybe they'll be a little bit shorter depending on you know how many different versions of it things like that so lots of great suggestions coming out from a lot of players here you know taking turns madcap affinity dredge things like that lots of sweet stuff running around so i've been waiting a little bit on it so let's let's start going through boom 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 it's time for some dredge guys now why have i been waiting on it well we had the banning of Golgari grave troll um at the start of the year same time that Cataxian probe was banned um, because hey Golgari grave troll made the deck insane when you combine that with cathartic reunion turns out it's pretty good to be able to dredge for six on like turn two so who who knew um but it just allowed the deck to have such an explosive opening and stuff like that that it needed to go uh and it was very much converging on majority of the meta and tweaking the meta in that sort of sense now if you were not playing modern this time last year or summertime last year you might not be very familiar with dredge and modern maybe you don't play extended formats maybe you're just getting into modern and never heard of this dredge mechanic and you can see it's listed up here but well there it is Um, listed up there just dredge six so dredge mechanic is worded if you would draw a card instead you may put exactly whatever the number is so in this case six cards from the top of your library into your graveyard and then you can return this card from your graveyard to your hand otherwise you just draw a card as normal so at th- so for example cathartic reunion you discard it or whatever way you've decided to put gligari grave troll into your graveyard during your draw step instead of drawing a card like normal you're going to take the top six cards put them into your graveyard and then this gligari grave trolls goes to your hand and you're getting your graveyard full of creatures that have abilities once they're in the graveyard to come back onto the battlefield. So we'll talk a little bit about that since it was so powerful as a deck, and it's a swarm deck, go-wide strategy that just fills up the board with these threats and just kind of barrels down on you and you can't really deal anything with it. So we're going to talk about three decks today that pretty much have one card difference between them. And that's kind of showing you just the consistency of what you need to build. There's not as much flex spots available for this deck, but it is a fun deck to play. A little bit complicated to, to know those keeps and mulligans as you would expect with any sort of deck, but definitely fun. Now, Golgari Grave Troll, ban. Don't have to worry about you anymore. Sorry, we've found a replacement for you. Not as good, but that's better for everybody else that we're not playing Dread. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the new dredge um, now right after the banning there was a gp in china where i believe there was about three of the top eight players were running a dredge variant um, very similar to these kind of lists that i'm going to be showing you today so it was still something to be seen in those early days after the banning and still something to be seen in the regular overall meta now it is dependent on your meta and your shop you will want to run it or not based on how much Graveyard Hate is running around. If there's people that still, to this day, have specific sideboard cards to deal with Dredge, like a whole lot of Rest in Peace, things like that, maybe not run Dredge in your your area. Wait till you go to a bigger area where there's a lot less Graveyard Hate and stuff like that because a lot of people are focused on death Shadow and Eldrazi and things like that. So let's talk a little bit about the Replacement. And this is now... The Thug, Golgari Thug, for colorless and a black, 1-1, one, one, dredges for 4. So he is the replacement for the, the Grave Troll. Grave Troll dredges for 6, this guy dredges for 4. Not as powerful, but we want to slow him down just slightly. So that's kind of what, what's uh, going about with that. Now, he does have a interesting effect with him, is that when he dies, you put target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. If you had no creatures in your graveyard and Golgari Thug was to die, he would have to go on the top of your library. There is that whole little nuance with it. So just a little fun fact for those that are running around. Don't let them keep that in their graveyard if he dies and and there's no other creatures to go to the top. So fun fact there. Now, um, talk a little bit about the creatures. We'll talk about the spells that kind of enable the creatures to go off and, and really swarm things out. Now, again, this deck, once it came back into modern, saw play from time to time, in different Life of the Lone lists and things like that. And then it wasn't until a particular spell was printed, Cathartic Reunion, that just kind of blew the top off this deck and really made it what it was. So this is kind of the newer dredge version there's some older stuff you guys go back through archives and things like that and old decks to see that the dredge builds of modern were very different before cathartic reunion was printed so let's talk about our creatures um we do have a couple of, of dredge creatures in our list besides golgari thug so he's our our main one you can dredge for four there really sweet cool we get that uh we also got stinkweed imp here cost three for one two flying when he deals combat damage to a creature destroy that creature essentially he's got Death Touch and he dredges for five. So four, five, sweet, getting those top cards into the graveyard works out great. That's kind of what we want to do. Um, We have another enabler in this sort of list here besides our dredge creatures from our Imp and our Thug. We've also got our Insolent Neonate. Um, He's 1-1 with Menace for one red, but you can discard a card and draw a card. So Hey, turn one, Insolent Neonate, if you don't have a particular draw spell, discard spell, um, then, hey, I'm going to choose to discard this on your end step, or if you try to kill this guy, discard this stinkweed discard this Golgari Thug, sweet, and then on my draw step, or the draw off the Insolent Neonate, I'll instead dredge away those cards. So just, you know, different things uh, that you can do. Now, you do have to sack him when you do that effect, so you don't get to keep doing that, but it is a... Pretty nice enabler along with those dredge effects, because the whole po- point of this deck is to get these uh, these dredge creatures, Golgari Thug, Stinkweed Imp, into your graveyard, um, so you can start discarding your top cards to put the special creatures in there that come back. So we've got basically three different creatures that benefit from going to the graveyard here. Mm, four? No, three. Four? Where are we at here? Three. Well <laughs> one, one of these days I'll remember it. So Prize Amalgam was one of our new creatures. You see, Shadow of Innocent cards were a big push to help Dredge out here. With the insolent neonate, Prize Amalgam helped out a lot. Now he is a 3-3 three, three for 3 whenever a creature enters the battlefield. If it entered the graveyard, um oh sorry, whenever yeah, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, if it entered from the graveyard or you cast it from your graveyard, return Prize amalgam to the battlefield, tapped to the beginning of the next end step. So he combos with our Narcomoeba. That's a big one, as well as the Blood Gas, but big part of this Narcomoeba here. Um, Cost two, one, one, flying. When you put them into your graveyard from your library, you can put them onto your battlefield. Um, Again, may effect. So you go Narcomoeba, gets discarded off this dredge effect. Also, this Price Amalgam was sweet. Okay, Narcomoeba comes back, triggers Price Amalgam. Price Amalgam will come back, and therein lies the swarm effect all of these different triggered abilities, bringing these guys back from the graveyard, and now you're sitting here with a 3-3 and a 1-1 on your battlefield, and maybe they're sitting there with one land. Pretty scary. So, um, also we've got our blood gas. It does have that landfall. Um, so. Course, if you don't have any dark amoebas, but you got that prize amalgam sitting in your graveyard waiting to come out, well, you've got your blood gas here. When a land enters the battlefield and under your control, you can return blood gas from your graveyard to the battlefield. Another way to get the prize amalgam back. Uh, he's a 2 1 for 2 black, can't block, and he does have haste as long as your opponent has 10 or less life. And if you're going for this swarm mass creature style of deck, there's a good chance they will be at 10 life when you're going to be needing that landfall ability to come out. So now we've got the idea of our creature base, how things work out. 23 creatures in the list. You're going to be getting quite a lot of them into your graveyard and being able to bring them back. So besides our Insolent Neonate, how are we getting these into the graveyard? Well, we've got quite a few discard effects in Dredge. Um, Big ones here, Cathartic Reunion. This just puts the deck over the top. So, cost, colorless and a red. Additional cost to play this spell. You have to discard two cards, and then you get to draw three. Just, phew, sweet. Okay, cool. Well, my whole objective is to be dredging away the top of my library. So, I'm going to use Cathartic Reunion, discard this Golgari Thug, and discard this prized to there. Now, I'm going to dredge away four cards. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, Narcomiba was dredged off of that. Uh, off the first draw. Sweet. Now I'm going to be able to bring those both back. Did I get any other dredge creatures off of that? And for my second draw, for my third draw, you know, and you can just kind of go from there. So when you are dredging six, as it used to be with the Golgari Grave Troll, it was insanity and how quickly you guys could be able to accelerate out and cover the board. So there is that aspect. Great engine for this deck to kind of get these creatures into the graveyard get that dredge going and really take off run and if you need to draw cards you can if you're sitting there going well you know I could use the draw st- draw I'll draw um, collector brutality sweet uh, addition to the deck because the escalate on this does rely on you discarding a card um, so if you're playing against kind of maybe a more combo oriented deck that re- needs those instants and sorceries you can strip those away if there's a creature in your way give it minus two minus two hey your opponents gonna just lose two life you're going to gain two life pretty sweet so there are two in this list i love that addition to it escalates nice does collective brutality is a sweet uh, sweet versatile card out there um faithless looting is the big one drop that you're going to be hoping for faithless looting or insolent neonate get things going Draw two cards and discard two cards. Now, you can't... It's not the same as Cathartic Reunion of you have to discard first and you get the dredge going that way, but it's a great setup for turn two or great setup when you start dredging on, on your draw step there. Uh, and, of course, it does have the flashback, so later on in the game, you can get some, you know, extra bonus from that. Um flagrate, removal spell, kill spell. It does it all. Also can... Enables your graveyard because... You have the flashback ability. If you're dredging this to the graveyard, oh, that's okay because I can flash it back for two red and discard X cards and be able to deal that much damage, however many cards I discard to target creature or player. So you can be able to go, hey, you know what? I'll split it up because X damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures or player. So you have a couple of blockers. Now they're all dead because I'm going to discard these four cards in my hand. And just start shooting down your guys. So that's a nice way. And later on in the game, if for whatever reason the board's gummed up and I can't shoot him down, but you're down pretty low in life, I can kill you off of this. So definitely something to be aware of uh, in the Dredge decks. They do have a burn spell in there. It is sorcery speed though, so keep that in mind. So another Dredge ability that this deck has um, is our Life in the loam. You can return three target land cards from your graveyard to your hand and dredge three so three cards not too bad um but hey you know what this also combos quite nicely with that conflagrate there because you can go well i'm gonna return three lands put this in my graveyard cast conflagrate from my graveyard and discard these three lands that i got for an extra you know like there's definitely fun ways that you can go about that so that's basically what we're looking at for the spells creatures again the whole aspect is to enable that graveyard synergy there. So um, land base, you know, there is, um, of course, our dredge land in here. Darkmoor salvage, entrance tap, taps for a black, and dredges too. So there is also a land in here that can enable some dredge and get that going on. But um, as you saw from our kind of creature base, you know, it is essentially like we've got our stinkweed in black, there's blue in here, there's red in here, so it's essentially like a Grixis, if you will. So you'll be seeing like the Blood Crips, or Copperline Gorges in here. You know, all does add into potentially needing um, some green for some sideboard options. Salvage in here, Scalding Tarns, Steam Vents, Thomping Grounds, you know, makes a lot of sense, the cards that you wanna be having because you're gonna need those red um, to cast a lot of your discard spells. Um, most of your creatures, irrelevant in their mana cost, so you don't have to worry so much of that. But maybe you have a Narc that you got stuck in your hand, you can't get him into the graveyard um, to bring him back because it only works is if he goes from the library. So if you choose to discard him, he's not coming back. So keep that in mind, guys. Sideboard, this is one of my favorite creatures um, for the sideboard here, because it's something that you're like, ah, oh, this is never gonna get cast, but it's going to sit in the graveyard and rain on your opponent's parade here. Um, does cost 5 for 5-4 five, four Death Touch Zombie. But the whole reason they run him in their sideboards is that whenever combat damage is dealt to you or Planes you control, if Vengeful Pharaoh is in your graveyard, guess what? You get to destroy that attacking creature and then put him on top of your library ready to get dredged away next turn, so I love that. Um, does have quite a bit of removal up in the board there. Double Abrupt Decay, it's got Ancient Grudge, Lightning Axe, of course, guess what? You can sit there uh, and discard a card to cast it. Extra little bonus for you. Um, more Collective Brutalities in there, Maelstrom Pulse. Sweet, makes sense. Gnaw the Bones in here. Um, against kind of burn strategies or ones that are going for your life you gain two life after at for each creature card in your graveyard and it does have flashback guys so you're going to gain lots of life off of there um does have some kind of more controlly aspect of thought sees maybe you're playing against a combo deck you know with some some interactions like that but jukebog mirror matchup, or you know some other graveyard sp- specific strategies that are out there comes in handy ghost quarter maybe you're playing tron or something you know different things that you guys could be able to do for the sideboard and you know again the sideboard is based on what the meta is what you're going to be seeing kind of thing so two other dredge decks that look very similar to this but there are like one real difference in a creature essentially the spells we do have a little bit of flexibility essentially with our collective brutalities Cathartic reunion you need a playset, Faithless Looting you need a playset. You don't have to run a playset of conflagrates or things like that. You know, three seems fine, but you know, Life and Loam is a sweet card. So let's hop over and look at another list real quick. So bam, here's the big glaring one staring at us of why this might be a little bit different. Scourge Devil costs five. You're like, what? Why am I running this five cost thing? Because of its unearth ability. You're going to throw this into your graveyard you're going to pay three mana and when he enters the battlefield creatures you control get plus one plus zero. remember i talked about that swarm strategy this go wide strategy where you get your board full of creatures and this just kind of helps push you over the edge so that was a big um push for some of the lists that like that aspect of just a burst kill you one turn kind of thing um so i like that idea you see it's just a singleton you don't really need more than one of those uh again the place that i think we prized amalgam narco amoeba insolent neonate blood gas in here and opted for only three thugs to make room for that um scourge devil spells again we cut away the collective brutality put them in the sideboard there got an additional thought season there again we keep the removal um You know depending on what is running around the your meta maybe another ancient grudge is nice does have that flashback ability things like that but dark blast is a sweet card that i hate (laughs) um as an infect player i hate it it's one black target creature gets minus one minus one and you can dredge three with it so it's just like a single target removal uh for some of those lowly creatures out there maybe against you could also hit birds of paradise with it things like that so you know things to keep in mind um based on what your meta is looking like. Um, you know, again, land base, opting for the Black Cleave, doesn't care as much about having as much green for some of those sideboard cards, some of the flashbacks. It's got the single Blood Crypt. There are, again, Copperline Gorge, Salvage. This opts for the Gemstone Mines. You know, it's fine, kind of where you want to be. If you just are like, all right, you know what, cool. I've got the Life alone. Loam. If I run out of uh, all my counters and stuff like that, it's cool i sack it and bring it back with life alone so i like that little addition to it but it's just you know the big difference between this list and the last list was running the scourge devil in there so trying out something a little different kind of a little bit of burst depending on what your meta looks like that's another option to go for so again the lists are very similar and you're gonna see that across all dredge decks that are this style you know there are some like other Versions with just life and loam and things like that, but when you think of dredge now for modern, it's mainly this style going on here. So the final list that I wanted to show you guys is running again. This one's running scourge devil, but it's also running a like haunted dead. Again, you sit sit there and go, okay, this is an expensive card, cost four for a two-two. Why do I care about this card? Well, when he enters the battlefield, you put a one-one white spirit creature with flying on the battlefield. You can pay two, discard two cards, and return him from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. So, two mana to get a 2-2 and a 1-1 spirit with flying. This seems pretty sweet. I'm going to um, throw this into the graveyard and be ready to go to get it back later on. So, ops for this. Also, ops for War the Scourge Devil. Again, the Haunted Dead... Uh, Going along that kind of go-wide strategy, here's two creatures for two mana. Seems pretty good. Um, again, you've got ways to get it into the Graveyard, Cathartic Reunion, Faithless Looting are sitting here. you know, Discard two cards, draw three. Faithless Looting, draw two. Discard two. Priced Amalgam. Um, or, sorry, not Price Amalgam. Insolent Needle, and they could get him in, but for the most part, with that, you're going to want to get one of your enablers with dredge. Um the Faithless Looting and the Cathartic Reunion, because you discard more than one card, it works out well to if you have the Haunted Dead, if you have the Scourge Devil, that's the time to throw them in your graveyard there. Um so that's kind of the main idea of the deck. Fill up your graveyard, get a swarm of price amalgams, Narcamebas out there, blood gas, and just kill your opponent pretty quickly there. Um, now we do have our Spell bombs, Vengeful Pharaoh, Abrupt Decays, Ancient Grudge, and all the Bone, Lightning Axe, Collector Brutality, Thought Biggest things that you need to be worried about as this deck, and biggest things that you guys as players need to be using are those anti graveyard cards. So, Rest in Peace is really good, just shuts down the deck. Really good players, though, will play it safe conservative once that's out wait for those ancient grudges things like that to take it out abrupt decay things like that to take it out and you'll often see really good dredge players just grab one or two of those and throw them in their list when they're playing against a white deck knowing that they have access to that rest in peace Um, you've also got some artifacts out there we saw one in this sideboard here Uh, night hill spell bomb cost one, stack it, exile all cards from target player's graveyard. So while those triggers are on the stack for narco amoeba, prize amalgam, things like that, blow up, guess what? Exiling all your your graveyard stuff. Um, Surgical extraction, if you go that route or a route to pick a card and exile all their copies, go for the narco amoeba. they're not going to get prized amalgam unless something like blood gas or amoeba is coming back and for blood gas to come back it is a landfall trigger so it is a little bit easier to kind of deal with that compared to oh i just discarded this off the top of my library or dredged it away milled it away guess what now i'm just getting two creatures off of it so I like going for that route and stripping away the Narcamoeba over something like the Prized Amalgam as a 3-3 beater. No, because there's still more creatures that you have to worry about. But if you strip away this, it slows this down and allows you to be in a better position. Relic of Progenitus is great as a, a basically same thing as the spell bomb, but you can slowly chip away at stuff in their graveyard, shut down maybe life the loam. you know, eventually get the creatures. If he gets like a nice turn where he gets an arc in there, prized amalgam, and tries to go off like that. Cool. Exile them all. Um, so keep that in mind. You've also got things like Leyline of the Void. You know, you've got, um, i trying to think. Oh, we saw the bog as a land option here from our first deck that we got to see and just battlefield exile all cards from target players graveyard so there are a couple options that you can go based on what the meta is looking like in your area and what you might need to do to interact with this deck um other thing you can think about is something like worship if you're running white and have a lot of creatures but you still have to be careful of this conflagrate that is something that a you might have creatures you're not going to die you're going to go to one well, I'm just going to kill off all your creatures. Now your worship's useless. So do keep that in mind um, if you are going for that round. Um, but, you know, again, it's a really fun deck to play. A little bit of a complicated deck when you're first sitting down to play it because it plays very differently. When you think about managing your deck when you play a normal deck in Magic, it's going, okay, here's my hand, here's the battlefield, here's my deck you know, these are my resources. Unless you're opting for blue, then you've got have options with Snapcaster and Flashbacks and things like that. But for the most part, you're not managing your graveyard with a lot of different decks. Some of the Delirium style or, or stuff with Goyf might, you can say, but this ignores a lot of what is going on on the field until you get a good graveyard setup. So you're basically saying, you know what? here's what's in my hand how do I get what's in my hand into my graveyard how do I get what's in my graveyard onto the battlefield how do I get what's on top of my library into my graveyard it's all focused on your graveyard and so that whole mindset is a very different way of thinking compared to a lot of decks that are in modern but it is a really fun deck and you can see just slight tweaks on how you guys can play it with the scourge devil uh, with haunted dead but for the most part This is a very straightforward list. Blood Gas, Sweet, Prize Amalgam Sweet, Norcombeva Sweet. Those are the creatures that are going to be doing the most brunt of the damage. Neonate's going to help enable. Thug and Imp are dredgers. Those are what gets the whole deck up and running. You need those discard spells, those draw spells, cathartic reunion, faithless looting, things like that to really get it going, though. So, um, hope this helped you guys out with what's going on in the modern meta especially with dredge kind of coming back make sure you guys have those sideboard cards ready to go especially if you go to a big event i say at least pack one graveyard hate card out there does work out pretty well um to to deal with specific decks that are running around uh, modern especially with the rise up of more kitchen finks running around which we'll talk about in the future um because there is a new collected counter deck if you will that is running around with some kitchen fink shenanigans and you can interact with kitchen fink when it's in the graveyard when the persist trigger goes on the stack so we'll talk more about that in the future guys but let me know what other decks you'd like to see for a modern meta breakdown put some descriptions or some or sorry put some comments down let me know we've already talked about taking turns in the future we've already um, seen some people talk about Affinity, talking about the Madcap Imperium. Lots of different decks have been discussed so far, though, so if you've missed any of the videos that we've seen in the uh, past couple of weeks, months now, that we've been going for, check it out. We've started to put stuff along the sides here, some subscribe buttons, all those easy stuff. Um, if you guys have not checked out the consistent weekly modern coverage that we've been doing for almost a year and a half now it's over at twitch and youtube.com slash modern magic mondays check that out you'll see a couple of these decks that we've been talking about in action to kind of help you guys learn the ins and outs of the modern format but that's the whole big point of this video series that we've been doing is learn about the decks in modern what's going on how you can be able to be better equipped when you go to these tournaments and things like that but um If you guys have not checked out, Mondays are starting to be additional gaming stuff that I'm doing. There's some Minecraft stuff, some Hearthstone stuff, Heroes of the Storm, eventually get back into some StarCraft casting. So keep your eyes peeled if that's something that you're into. Uh, But again, if you like this, subscribe, follow, all that kind of good stuff, and I'll see you guys next game.